90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, that's us. Cal, you're there. Adam's there. How's everybody? What, what? <laughs> that's a new one for Adam. That's a new sound effect to his repertoire. I like it. Magical. Now that I'm scoring a bit more points in trivia, I'm getting coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's recap that. Adam finally got a point. So uh, it's, uh, and this is show 16 of season nine. And so it is 12-1 for Sharon. <laughs> Very nice. She's yeah. feeling confident. Yeah. Right, Sharon? Yeah. And if the numbers aren't lining up for you, show 16, but it's only 12-1, sometimes we need to give Adam a break. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> To regroup, yeah. you know, and uh, as a big winner, I, I need to really take a moment to celebrate that. Yeah. So that's why the numbers And there's a, been up. a couple of times when the both of you were not that smart, so you didn't get any. That's also. Yeah. And there's that. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, what did, do blank looks ca- ca- uh, account for anything? <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, so what's on the big show, Sharon? Uh, well, you know what? As far as 2021 is concerned, we're learning that it's going to be a little bit harder to reach Shaggy in the new year. Uh-oh. Uh, just weeks after Alex Trebek's passing, we've got news on how Jeopardy will proceed. And hey, guys, if I asked you, what comes after Lethal Weapon 4, what would you say? Mm. Lethal Weapon 5. Absolutely <laughs> is the answer to that. And we'll talk about a new movie yes. in that great big chain of films as something else that we can look forward to. And of course, some trivia, like we just said. We'll see about boosting Adam's number. <laughs> Singular. See what it did there? Uh, this will be one of those karma days where I don't get either of the Yeah, questions. exactly. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you know what's fun about COVID? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. But the, the situation, the lockdown, the fact that it's global, it has everybody in a common scenario uh, and doing things that have to rejig their schedule and stuff like that. So, when you think of someone like a Shaggy and his, uh, you know, big presence on stage and party atmosphere, that kind of thing. What COVID has found for Shaggy is similar to us at home a lot more. <laughs> yes. Uh, so very much like the rest of us and enjoy, actually enjoying time with his family, which is cool. Yeah, he uh, has decided to, well, I think it's been several months now, he got back into cooking, uh, I guess, for the family and himself. And he also said that he was a, a little bit worried when he was coming back into the fold because he travels so much during the year. And he had mentioned that to me as well several months ago when I had interviewed him. And name drop. Name drop. Shaggy, Mr. Lover Lover. <laughs> uh, anyways, he, uh, yeah, he, he was like concerned if he would sort of fit back into the family. And things actually have gone better than he thought. And he's like learning more about his family. They're all sort of vibing and jiving together. So that's fantastic. And I love that he's all about this cooking thing. And he says uh, his next goal is to actually decrease the amount of time he spends on any of his devices. So good thing that you had your conversation with him when you did, because he may not take your call in 2021. He may not. He might not do it. Uh, I love that's a a great uh, neutralizer, too, that he says that, you know, it's bad news anyways when he's looking up his news on his devices. So why waste the time? Yep. Yeah. And he's he's got other things to do. And he also has been staying busy doing creative things. As we know, a Christmas album is on the way. We talked about that uh, last week. I cannot wait for that. Yep. And uh, he talked again about his love of Sting because they obviously recorded that Grammy Award winning album a couple of years ago. And he said that uh, Sting is the brother he never knew he needed, which I thought is cool. 
Again, that makes him more like me because I am the life coach to you that you never knew you wanted. Yes, and still have. <laughs> Ten years in. You're it's welcome. Great. Actually, must be over, when, was it 2005-ish? So we're on like 15 Ish, yeah. years. Yeah, this unpaid gig of my life coaching you is really paying yeah. off. <laughs> and you randomly give me free food, which is also amazing. What are you going to cook You're up? You're welcome for, for that. I think, uh, I think I'm due for some sort of like pumpkin pie thing again. Well, we're doing a fitness challenge in our house at this moment, a 45-day challenge of uh, eating properly. Uh, <laughs> I saw the eye roll. And, and exercise, because I think we do eat pretty well in general, yeah. but uh, it's as soon as you take out the uh, sweet little option yeah. at the end of the day, or the, uh, I'll have chips with that option yeah. at lunch, you know, yep. things like that. You're like, okay, we're eating properly. <laughs> Uh, and so it's been very good, delicious and all that, but I will be getting into uh, baking mode heading into Christmas. I have to just piggyback off your situation for a second because you've described me perfectly over the next several days because I have a my annual doctor's checkup coming up. So for the last yeah. several days, I've been uh, <laughs> I've cut out any sweetness and hoping of dropping maybe one or two pounds just to go in as lean as possible. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, it works. Yeah. Yeah. So so last night was actually a challenge because uh, that was my first real night of not having chocolate. And I was like, you can do it. <laughs> Are you saying that you have chocolate every night? Uh, not every night. It's either chocolate or ice cream, one of the two. Because I don't eat anything. Oh, for well. the most part during the day, I don't eat anything bad. Like, it's it's all, you know, what I should be eating. But it's at night. There's Like, when I finish my dinner, occasionally I'm like, I need some ice cream. And I work out quite a bit. So I'm like, I feel like I've earned it. But, you know what's interesting about this is I remember a Kelly Alexander yeah. who only had ice cream on, like, one day yes. a week. Yep, yep, yep. Now, Tubsy's having ice cream every day. <laughs> I have some uh, ice cream in my refrigerator. It's been there at least a month. Uh, good and for you, little It's still half full. Nice. Wow. Nice. So you're showing restraint and optimism. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's half full, not half empty. I've, I went through 20 bags of chips <laughs> since, but at least the ice cream is still there. Uh, that's Living wild. the dream, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't had a glass of wine since uh, September. Oh, good for you, really? Yeah, yep. yep. nice. Yep, I will have a glass of wine <laughs> in two weeks. <laughs> Rest assured. Nice. Is it time uh, for trivia? Uh, I think it is because we're starting to get hungry, so we have to uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have to change the subject. Let's do it. Nineties <laughs> now. Ch -ch -ch trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> this time you're almost in unison, the two of you. So as mentioned off the top of the show, uh, current scoreboard is 12-1 in Sharona's favor. Um, I've tried Yowza. to shake things up a little bit. So we'll see this week if Adam can add a point. Um, all right. So question number one. What are the names of the Simpsons pet dog and cat? Uh, I watched The Simpsons the other day. Go, Sharon. Uh, oh, my God. What is it? Uh, Santa's Little Helper is the dog. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember. I don't think I ever knew the cat's name. Okay. Adam? So I'll take I'll take a point five. <laughs> I won't get the other point five. I, I don't know. Uh, so no points because you didn't quite pull it off, Sharon. Uh, oh, wow. You're I'm a little I'm a little strict. <laughs> uh, Santa's Little Helper and Snowball. Ooh. Yeah, that's yeah. cute. So currently 12-1. Here is question number two. Which little blue pill uh, first made its uh, appearance in 1998? Adam. Sharon. Ooh, Adam got it first. Viagra. 
Adam, my goodness. It's Hallelujah. It's Christmas. Not, not In the that grand I need scheme it. of things. I'm still let's good. applaud that. Thank you. In the grand scheme of things, you should have got that yeah. over me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Every single thing considered. Also true. Oh, my goodness. Adam, congratulations. It's currently 12 Thank you two. so much. Uh, Adam, that's a, a well-earned hard point. Good <laughs> <Thank> job. <laughs> <laughs> Adam just fell off his stool. Anyways, uh. <laughs> Sharon, back to you. <laughs> uh, well, fun fact about uh, one of our favorite TV hosts of all time, may Alex Trebek rest in peace. Yes. The fun fact is that um, I think, and it's not fun necessarily, I guess it's just that the family at Jeopardy is is moving forward. And that is at the wishes of Alex Trebek himself. Mm-hmm. It, it, the show didn't end with him. He wanted the show to go on. So what they're getting back to is production, rotation of guest hosts. So not just one, but the first one coming to help them out is uh, the champion, Ken Jennings. Can I give you my thoughts oh. on this? I have a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> go ahead. I'm yes. not even sure if we would call it a conspiracy theory, but this is my opinion. So... Uh, Ken Jennings, as we've seen, it's guest host. So I think what they're going to do is try a bunch of people out and see who sucks the most and then figure out from there who's going to get the gig. And hire them. Yeah. Hire that one, the one that the sucks, one the, sucks most. the most. So I think they're giving themselves uh, a bit of a chance to see who's going to – because, you know, they could have a thought that, like, yes, Ken Jennings is going to translate well with the audience, but maybe he won't. Maybe people think he's too smart for them. You know what I mean? Like, he might just not do it. Um, totally. So uh, – and I'd heard he's a grapevine. I don't know if this is true or not, but and I think it's a magical choice if it was true. I heard that Alex um, had thought that LeVar Burton – yeah. would be of Reading Rainbow and Star Trek, right? And and mm-hmm. I remember LeVar on Reading Rainbow, and he's fantastic. Like, he is so engaging and, like, super smart and, um, and also, obviously, a person of color, which would be fantastic. Yep. I think it would be great. He's got such a lovely voice, oh. too, a wonderful tone. He's also to beautiful. His, uh, like, he's aged delivery. well. Yeah. Well, it'll be – It's you're totally right that anybody they have will be, like, a live audition for them because they have had different people – like Ken Jennings, come on and do video snippets when it's uh, called for for a particular category. So he's done those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it doesn't mean that you're a broadcaster. It doesn't mean that you're, you know, ready to take over a show like that. But we'll see. Yeah. And the fun thing is that, um, I guess if I can harp on a fun point, is that uh, we will get our continued dose of Alex Trebek until that time because um, – there's the they've picked the ten best shows that'll air during the holidays, so the weeks of December twenty first and twenty eighth, and then that final week of shows that he recorded this summer or even the fall rather, mm-hmm. um, uh, that he finished up just you know weeks before his passing, which was just weeks ago. That will air on the week of January fourth, so a kick mm-hmm. into twenty twenty one to make sure that Jeopardy fans are ready. To cry every day that week. (laughs) I hope for the 10 best episodes that there's a couple from like the 80s with that amazing stash. Know what I mean? Oh, the stash, the glasses, and the the chevreux. His hair was like a little lid. Yeah, it was like, um, like, and he had that salt and pepper hair going on, you know, for years. So that'll be delish. You know, and it would be completely inappropriate, appropriate, but 
inappropriate. <laughs> Let me stress that, but it would be you kind sure of you funny. haven't been drinking wine, Sharon? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I think it would be completely inappropriate if, uh, but funny, if like Will Ferrell came on as Alex Trebek. Oh, that would be amazing. Mm. That would be good. He should yeah. introduce. He should introduce Ken Jennings. Like he should introduce Ken Jennings. That'd be great. Yeah, good call. Was there ever another host to Jeopardy? Did anybody ever hosted the show before Alex, or did he ever take a week off that somebody else had to fill in? Do, do we know that? I don't know that. I would err on the side of no right away, but I don't know for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't think there's That's ever been crazy. another host apart from him. Like I feel like he started the show right in like '84 yeah. or whatever it was. So no, nobody ever hosted a show longer than he did. Yeah, actually, it can't because we're we're this is season thirty seven, right? So that makes sense about eighty four, right? Pretty much if we do mm-hmm. the math. Yep. So um, yeah, so I don't think there's ever been a host apart from him, and maybe there has been fill-ins, but I I can't recall. I know that Pat Sajak had that scare uh, last or earlier this year, and they had Vanna White fill in for him for a few days. And that was the first time that she'd done that. Yeah, which was so weird, and they made like this huge deal about it. And I mean, it was a huge deal in like. Why hasn't this happened before? <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. also that Pat Sajak's daughter was the was the stand-in Vanna. Yeah, that's so cool. So while Vanna was Pat, Pat's daughter was Vanna. Pat Savannah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who's been drinking? <laughs> Kelly's been drinking. Oh, by the way, um, just a, a quick uh, pause before we go to the next story. Uh, we got a message from one of our amazing listeners, Mia, <laughs> yeah, our I sweetheart. And uh, so I had mentioned on a previous show, I think it was, was it show 14, Sharon, maybe? It was one of those, um, where I had done some um, impromptu headbanging in <laughs> high school dance, which ended badly for me. And I was uh, pleased to know that I wasn't alone in this because it happened to me as well. And I, I think we're around the same age. So it all makes sense that we hurt each other in grade seven at like a grade seven dance. So, but I think she said, actually, I should find the uh, the message because I was uh, headbagging to Metallica, and I think she said it was Nirvana. Uh, yeah, like Team she Spirit. Did. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> love you, Mia. I love. I love how she referred to herself as um, the was it the Branford Tart? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, and I I, I tried to respond back, and it showed that it was sending oh really so i guess if you didn't see it then it didn't get no sent. it did not send it again sharon so well, a shout was... out to mia uh, we appreciate that and actually i wonder if it's too late to get butter tarts for uh, the holidays i should think about Ooh, that because she so sent yummy. some gluten ones like gl- gluten-free ones which i need because of my my uh, situation and so <laughs> <laughs> uh, so get great. used to saying things like that the older you get yeah great <laughs> I got a little situation, so. <laughs> oh. Anyways, but I uh, I told you I got treated for my gluten situation uh, by the acupuncture lady. Yes. And it uh, has been amazing. Like, so I, I am allowed to have gluten. I just can't go overboard on it, so. So you can't have, like, all of the butter tarts at once. No, but uh, again, Mia makes um, gluten-free ones, so I probably could. That's true. I shan't. Amen. I just have to make sure I go see my doctor first so I'm lean as possible. <laughs> And, and go and make sure you do yeah exactly get the doctor's appointment out of the way and then mow down yeah exactly go December <laughs> back to you Sharon okay so the question was um, what comes after Lethal Weapon four and a resounding Lethal Weapon five Woo! came out so absolutely is the answer that came from Mel Gibson when he was uh, chatting with Michael Strahan with the Good Morning America I just sidebar I think it's interesting that Michael Strahan. Is the guy that has all the information. I know, right? 
Like a lot lately. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they let him do everything on that show. It's weird. Yeah, it's funny. My better half um, always goes to me, him again? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, wasn't he a football player? I'm like, mm-hmm. Uh, but we have to move on from that. And so I like him. I think he's I think he's great. I think she's still upset at how it ended badly for Kelly Ripa. Yes, exactly. I think that's why my better half is, is holding grudges. Like, I hold grudges about um, the whole Matt Lauer situation when he screwed over mm-hmm. my lovely lady uh, yep. uh, when she got unceremoniously dumped. And Curry. And Curry. I love her. Yeah. And she never has been able to really re-kick the career. You know what I mean? As far as I know. Has I she think, tried? I think she, well, for a while, they, from what I understand, uh, they held her to her contract. So I think she was being paid to stay at home. Okay. And then. Well, then I don't mean, I don't mean to sound like I'm diminishing her efforts by saying, well, has she tried? Yeah. I don't mean that at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, is she actively pursuant of a new job or is she enjoying, you know, that she got paid out? Yeah. Did she, she might, get paid out? Well, see, here's the thing. It it seemed to be a real PR nightmare when they dumped Ann Curry. Like, it didn't go as well as they thought. I think they thought everyone would be like, ah, fine, let's go to the next one, you know. Um, yep. And obviously Savannah Guthrie is still there and doing a great job. But there was a lot of people like myself who literally have not watched that show since the day she finished her last um, show. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't go well. And I think they were like, you know what? We're not going to let her go to CBS or ABC or anywhere else that she could have landed because we'll look even worse. So I think they yeah. – and this is all, again, conjecture on my part, but I really think they just paid her to stay at home. And then I, I think she's done a few, like, PBS things, but that's – that's and maybe she is happy at home now. I don't know, but uh, I always felt – Maybe they paid her a lot of money and she just had to keep quiet about that. Oh, pro- probably. That's the case. Probably. Anyways, back to Lethal Weapon. Did you like all the Lethal, lethal Weapons? I watched all of them. I'm not sure if I've watched all of them. When was the last one? Uh, 98. Isn't okay. that crazy? I might 22 have. years. Here's the other part I'm not sure if you saw, because uh, I, when, I, when I read the story earlier in the week, um, they hadn't mentioned uh, that Richard Donner, who was the director of the last one, and I think he's been there through all of them. Now in this new article that I sent you, he's actually 90. He's 90 years old, and he's going to be directing the new Lethal Weapon 5. Well, that wow. he's wor- according to Mel Gibson, that he's working on it now. That's like amazing. 90. That's amazing. That's happening. That is, that is amazing. I'm so happy. He, he obviously still loves what he does. Well, exactly. Can you or, imagine? Or yeah. it's taking him a little longer. <laughs> his pants are maybe up to his ribs. On his typewriter. He when he walks. So things take actually longer. So 22 years it's taken in between. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anyways, but uh, this should be exciting. We don't have a date yet, though, uh, for Lethal Weapon 5, but it's a coming. And the, the original came out in 87. I did see that one, and I think I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those ones, and I also, to this day, like need to watch Die Hard uh, during Christmas. I haven't watched that in years, but I think heading into uh, this season, I think there's going to be a bit more movie watching. That's nice. I like it. Um, I like like sitting. I'm working a lot over the holidays, too, but so for the other days, there might be sitting. (laughs) I ex- I excel at sitting. Now, um, fun news also. Mm-hmm. All the pressure's on 2021, but it seems that we can look forward to some new music from Green Day. Woo! Very Green exciting. Day. On whether we can expect it, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, sa- uh, Armstrong says, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, it was with uh, NME Magazine. That he said that whether they do a full-length album or an EP or just a song, that they have a lot of different options. It's a matter of whenever the right moment happens. 
I love that he went on to say that it was the beauty of the way you can make music or put music out these days that you don't have to wait for any gatekeeper to tell you what uh, that the timing is right, which was evidenced by his weekly doses of No Fun Mondays and doing covers. <laughs> That's we got to enjoy cool, those on social media. That's that such was a really cool, cool title, No Fun Mondays. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And the whole collection of songs is coming out just before the holidays. Oh, rack up some Christmas, uh, some Christmas magic. Exactly. I like it. So you have a surprise for us, don't you, on this uh, Green Day moment? Well, how about a... Uh, how about you drop and give me two from Green Day right now? <laughs> Adam, I feel like, does your station still play uh, the Green Day quite a bit? We do play a lot of Green Day here uh, on our radio station. So then yes. you must have some two songs like like happening now. I do have two songs happening. There are two songs everybody knows from Green Day. Yep. Um, I'll start with American Idiot. Nice. Nice. Great album. Because it's it's just such a great song. And the other song, it sucks because it's it's only two minutes and a half long. And I wish it was longer. Mm-hmm. Good riddance. Time of your life. Nice. Classic. Is my all-time favorite from Green Day. That's a, a great song. Thank you. Well, thank you, Green Day. <laughs> yeah, no thank kidding. Thank you, Billy Joe. Green Day's been around for more than uh, 26 years now. Yeah. It's like Was it 94? 93, 94? All my life it's been there. Exactly. Imagine that. Just Green Day's as old Beatles, as Green Day. It's, uh, yeah, let's uh, remind everyone again that Adam was born in 94. So yeah. <laughs> He gets. The fact that he gets anything right in trivia is just a blessing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's its own reward. It is yep. exactly that. Um, I, I would have to say that I, I quite enjoy American Idiot. Yeah. So yep. that would be one of my, my choices for them. And then uh, I'm also going to piggyback off Adam. I do enjoy the good riddance. Look so you at pick us. Both, you guys both picked the same songs. Uh, didn't he pick? Oh, did he? I yeah. Did. Oh, then he, there we go. So I'm picking up, picking up both of them. Sorry, Adam. You and I, same, same wavelength. Well, I'm taking one off the American Idiot album uh, and another. Well, first of all, I'll give you that one, which is Jesus of Suburbia. Yeah. Oh, uh huh. It's just mm-hmm. like. The whole album is amazing. So to take a chunk as long as Jesus of Suburbia, I think, is grabbing more than one. But uh, it's it was a great example of of the possibilities for that band. After a a string of of examples of possibilities from that band, um, my other pick is uh, from the Nimrod album, mm. and it's redundant. Oh, that's Ooh, a good one. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, because it, it just had such a an easy easiness to it but still the the big boom of of green day's crunch and great rhythm to it it just they know what they're doing like it's power punk pop but it doesn't lose anything because of its popularity it really has guts and stuff to it it's aged well sharon very well haven't we all (laughs) so well me and my afflictions (laughs) My gluten affliction. (laughs) (laughs) your situation yeah that's so awesome (laughs) ah anyways all right. Well, look at that, guys. We're we're done. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear you, Sharon. That's my second affliction. <laughs> uh oh. What'd you say? <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for playing along. If you want to share what your top two Green Day tunes are, find us on socials. We are everywhere. Uh, thank you for finding us wherever you do and then passing on the good word. We appreciate that. If you're walking, uh, Shane, watch your step. Hopefully you've had a nice walk with us. And Mia, keep us in uh, in tune with what you got going on butter tire-wise. Uh, elsewhere in the world, let us know where you are and uh, where you're listening, and we appreciate knowing that you do. So thank you very much for listening to 90s Now. Still happening. <laughs> <laughs>